Good day, listeners. Welcome back to the program. My name is Jonathan, and we have a super exciting episode for you. I'm not even going to waste time with any other kind of you know intros or anything because we have something that's a little bit unprecedented here today on the program. We have a panel of six incredible ladies that are on the program with us, and they're part of uh, the Wives Care online care groups that we do, the six-week uh, groups that we provide through our Wives Care ministry. And I've got Gigi here with me, and she's our Wives Care coordinator. And Gigi, I want us to get to know these ladies a little bit because you have put together an incredible team here of women who help facilitate these groups. And what we're going to want to do today is kind of learn from them why they got involved in this kind of ministry and then, and then even kind of unpack a little bit of what happens in the Wives Care, the six-week program. So yes. can you give us a little bit of an introduction? And, and by the way, listeners, you know, you're probably thinking, man, yeah, we haven't seen Gigi in a while. So it's good to have you back on the program Thank as well, Gigi. Yes, it's a total joy to be here and to be uh, here with my uh, ministry partners and friends. Um, so introduce them to you. Um, it's, it's been incredible the way God has put this team together and the unity and the friendship that we enjoy, you know, and, and the joy that we have in helping uh, women that have suffered betrayal to find hope and find their bearings again. Mm-hmm. So um, just a little history here. Um, I think it's been like four years ago, and I just want to mention Ronnie is not here with us today, but she's been uh, a pioneer on this work with me. And uh, she's the one who started the groups with me. Uh, from the beginning, God gave me good insight that I have my limitations and I needed uh, partners in this. This is heavy duty to work with this kind of pain, walk with people in such uh, delicate situations, right? So um, he provided me with Ronnie and we, and you helped Jonathan because you've, you've helped me to take risks. He said, Hey, if this fails, so what, you know, we are, this doesn't work. I, I always like to say, <laughs> let's just fail forward, you know, fail so. forward, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that just, uh, I think the Lord used that. We came with our two fish and five loaves, so mm-hmm. to speak, and look at this. God has just given, uh, equipped, you know, in this ministry with the kind of heart and care that it needs, right? So um, I'm so honored to be able to be here with my friends. Yeah. And so we want to get to, we want our listeners to get to know you, ladies. So if you guys could go around and, and share your name and then just kind of, what got you involved and what got you motivated to be part of facilitating these kind of groups to help wives deal with sexual betrayal trauma? Yeah. So maybe we could start with uh, Marie. You came right after Ronnie, right? And uh, you helped out with the groups. And can you tell us what drove you to minister in that way? Yeah. Well, I have my own betrayal story and in the beginning of that story and even throughout the journey, I have felt alone at many times. And just the whole idea that a woman would feel alone as she walks through her pain just breaks my heart. So I am here. What motivates me is just to walk alongside women so that they don't feel like they have to walk this journey alone. Hmm. Thank you. 
-hmm. Yes. Um, and I just want to mention that your level of commitment is amazing. Uh, and you're not paid. You do this as volunteers, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, I know that the Lord rewards you <laughs> for what <laughs> you do. But thank you. Yes, mm -hmm. Marie. And then I, um, I think next came Sue. And Sue reached out and she said, hey, I just feel like I, God is calling me to uh, serve women in this situation. And I said, well, great. Do you want to join the group? And so she came and attended the group, right, Sue? Uh, the wives care groups. And then God has just shown you how to move forward in this calling. Uh, so tell us more about that. Yes, it was absolutely a call from God. Actually, I received a, a phone call from Gigi from Brazil at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I don't think she realized the time difference at the time she was on vacation. Sorry. But the phone <laughs> rang and I answered it and she invited me to come and help volunteer in wife's care. And I didn't hear that just as a call from her, but from God. And there was a point in my healing process where I just wept. I broke at one moment and wept for the ladies that were going through something like this, that were all alone, like you, Marie. I felt that pain for them. And God was depositing a burden in my heart. And my, my um, thing is, I don't want one woman to ever go through this alone. You know, so that that's what motivates me. I, now I have a passion to walk alongside women and to help them through their journey. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Sue. And uh, I think next came you, Jean. Um, and I came a, across you through another means, right? And you're already a coach. Uh, and we just hit it off. Mm -hmm. And I just invited you, can you, you want to come and serve at this ministry? And you did. So I'd love to hear uh, about that. Yes, I just, I really love the way God connected us. Um, but my story is, is similar to both Sue and Marie's, just um, many, many years of loneliness and feeling isolated and lost, um, just years and years of that. And I felt like no one understood, no one got what I was going through. And finally, God put someone in my life who finally got it. And that had a profound, um, made a profound difference in my life, changed the complete direction of my life. And from that experience, um, I really felt God calling me to, to walk alongside other women and just be that extended hand of hope that someone else provided for me. Um, mm -hmm. Because this is such a lonely, heartbreaking journey if you try to do it alone. So reaching out makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you, Jean. And um, Andrea, I think you came next. And Andrea, uh, she's attended the group not too long ago, but I could tell this girl is unstoppable. And she is, I call her the queen of resources. She's made herself, you know, available, uh, made good use of all the, the healing resources God put in her path. And so I, and then she, she also, is a writer and uh, she likes Facebook and I'm not a Facebooker <laughs> and she, she started uh, serving, um, providing a Facebook, a private healthy Facebook group 
uh, that comes after the the wife care group. So mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that you took uh, uh, you accepted my invitation. So share what motivates you to do what you're doing. Yeah. So you mentioned that I'm like a recent uh, alumni of <laughs> the wife care group myself. So um, yeah. So I don't even remember how I learned about wife's care. I can't remember. I mean, that was just a God thing, which pretty much everything in my path of healing has the resources have been that way. It's just following the lead, you know, following the path. Um, but for me, explosure, as I call it, <laughs> happened about uh, two years ago and um, at the beginning of April. And then somehow I was led to the wife's care group, which was starting at the beginning of May and uh, dug in. And the it was just such a gift after my world fell apart um, to have that six weeks of me twos of you're not alones of the leaders. Gigi and Ronnie were my leaders in my group of people who get it, um, who've been there. Um, you know, the, the people who have are just a few steps ahead, but then also the people that are, that are walking the path with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just an amazing gift for me, the group. And so the, you know, the information, the me twos, the wise guidance and biblical counsel and the relationships that I've formed through wives care. Uh, and then just mainly my desire for others, um, other hurting wives to have the same thing. I mean, that's, I, I couldn't not <laughs> do something in the wives care. It was just, I have to do something. So what are, what are my gifts? What can I bring to the table? And you're clearly a wordsmith too. You come up with interesting words that nobody's ever heard before. Like explosion. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's awesome. Yes. Each one of you. Amazing. Yeah, uh, now, Heidi, you too uh, went through the wives care groups and I, you know, I could tell you just have a, a beautiful heart and you connect well to, with the women. And you're also a coach um, that, leads people to healing through the coaching, right? So um, I invited you and it's been just a joy to serve with you. So tell us what motivates you to serve. So I think I can echo the alone thing. Um, Going through my own story has been very, very lonely. But something else I kind of noticed too was the amount of misinformation about this topic. It is such a minimized topic. I don't feel like there's a lot of understanding about how devastating it is for a woman's brain, the severity of the trauma. And so I'm really passionate about the educating, um, helping people understand that just because it's common, this happens to a lot of women, doesn't mean it's any less devastating to each and every single woman. So just helping bring awareness and bring education and then coming alongside so that nobody has to do this alone is really near and dear to my heart. So. It's awesome. And I, I would consider you our, our scientist and a neuroscientist. <laughs> she loves oh, to I talk about brain. that. So thanks. That's great. Well, you guys are just an amazing uh, group of women that are huge inspiration to me. And I know that you've you've been pouring your lives into other women and you're really demonstrating a lot of what we try to teach at a foundational level through our ministry. We, we really believe that um, both the process for a husband who's dealing with sexual addiction or sexual sin and a wife who's dealing with betrayal have a similar undergirding path of what we call heal, grow, serve. And so you guys have come to sort of this, if I could put it this way, kind of 
final stage in that. Doesn't mean that there's no more healing, doesn't mean that there's no more growth, but a lot of people miss that serve piece and they don't realize that's also part of the redemptive process of God that I don't think we fully realize a lot of our own healing and a lot of our own growth until we actually step into serving others. So I want to just express so much gratitude for what y'all have decided to do to help us and to help these ladies through this process. But I want us to spend some time too, just kind of unpacking what this six week wives care, you know, these online care groups are all about. And, and each of you has decided to present a little bit on that, right? To be able to mm-hmm. kind of say, you're going to take a week at a time and give us a little nugget of, hey, what could, you know, what's the, what's the thing that they're going to be taking away or what's the thing that's going to be focused on in these weeks? So do you want to... Just before we get into that, Jonathan, I wanted to say, Andrea and I have, um, we're doing pretty much weekly uh, Wives Care Basics webinar that it's free and you can just sign up for it so you can even learn more, you know, about the groups, but as well as just getting some tips for the initially for your journey. So that's something that we offer too. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll give you guys a, a link in a little bit uh, of where you, where you get information about all of the wives care resources. Well, let's hear about the weeks. Right. So um, Jean is going to start us out uh, with week one. Yeah. So what do we do in week one of wives care? This is really the time where we get to know one another and we meet some new friends. But the real difference is, is that these new friends truly get it because we all have this shared experience. And right off the bat, it kind of creates this sisterhood among, among us all. Um, and we really also encourage connection outside the group so the women can support each other throughout the week. And some women, you know, really create lifelong friendships just from being in this six-week group. But one of the first things we want to do, it takes a lot of courage to come to a group like this. It's scary. So we established some guidelines for safety. Um, We start there so everyone feels safe. And then we each give a short little elevator um, version of our stories. Even us leaders share a version of our story. Um, And for some women, this is the first time or maybe the second time that they've ever told anybody. And some have never told their story in a group and as leaders we consider this sacred holy ground Um, Mm -hmm. after each woman shares we actually take a moment of silence um, where we just bear witness to the deep pain and heartache that intimate betrayal brings because there's just nothing quite like it and after that one of us leaders we pray over each woman and we just again we just count that as a privilege to do that And then we just give a quick introduction into what is betrayal trauma. And just naming it can be so validating for women because naming this experience is like, oh my goodness, there's a name for what I've been going through because betrayal trauma is real. It truly does affect our brains, as Heidi was saying. Um, Over 70% of women experience PTSD symptoms from going through this. So we give, uh, you know, a short little intro to that. And then we talk about the four C's and the four C's are really foundational to the wife's care group. The first C is cause. You did not cause this. And that is so hard to swallow for so many of us because we feel so at fault. Um, The second one is control. You can't control your husband. And I can say, been there, tried that. 
doesn't work. <laughs> That's the lesson that I think we all have to learn. Um, the third one is cure, and you can't cure him either. Um, his path to healing is his choice. But the last C is really the best C of all, and that is choose. We get to choose to embrace our own healing. And that's really, truly what Wives Care is all about, is how can we move forward? So that pretty much sums up week one. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Good summary. Uh, yeah, so I think we have Heidi sharing um, our second week, which we deal with all these, you know, the emotional upheaval that betrayal trauma brings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so week two is very much empathizing with our, our ladies, our new sisters. Um, like Jane was saying, the significance of betray betrayal trauma is widely misunderstood. And so really educating and letting them know, here are some resources here so you can understand what is happening inside of your brain. Your brain is trying to make sense of something that is literally nonsense. Um, and so our brain's working really hard trying to process, sort information, figure out what to do with it. It's pulling up old trauma information, trying to um, figure out what do we do with this. And it can be very, very disorienting for a woman to mm. go through this. Um, people might say, oh, you're acting crazy. She might feel like she's crazy. And so really helping women know you're not. This is your brain's normal um, job to try to sort through this stuff in this way. And so. Um, we like to introduce also the check-in so that they can get used to sort of pausing in the moment and saying, how am I doing right now? How am I feeling right now? And so we ask them to come up with at least one feeling word um, each week when they show up, just a sort of um, emotional temperature taking moment and um, to let us know what are they doing to care for themselves. Self-care is big and we bring it up and put it in front of their faces over and over and over again to help them habit form and realize this is incredibly important on the journey. And so um, mm -hmm. something I want the ladies to know as you're experiencing the, the emotions in week two, um, it's so completely normal to rapid cycle through stress response, fight, flight, freeze, rapid cycle through um, stages of grief. Even within five minutes, you might be like to your husband, go away, come here, go away, come here. And it's, it's confusing, <laughs> but normal, normal part of the brain. And so um, through this, it's really important to honor our need to grieve, to hold space for that. And we give the women exercises to do. There's an anger exercise to really unpack the depth of that because it runs deep. A lot of women have been going through this for a lot of years and sort of had to stuff it down just to survive. So um, yeah, so that's week two. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, I will share a little bit on week three, which everyone here knows that it's my favorite week <laughs> because we talk about something that it's not so easy to grasp, but it's an art form is called healthy detachment. And it's learning how to let go of areas that God doesn't mean for us to manage and really take so that we can have energy to focus on what is for us to manage, which is uh, in the scope of things, it's a very small area, but it's powerful when we're there and we're fully functioning and engaged, right? So uh, we talk a lot about that. We talk about, uh, you know, just about gaslighting and not allowing uh, blame shifting and manipulation to uh, just take us away and distract us uh, from what we need to focus on. So. Uh, 
that's it's a it's a really I, I believe this is a very important part of the process. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So week four, we have Sue. Uh, tell us a little more about boundaries, Sue. Yes, uh, week four boundary setting. It is probably the most basic form of self-care. And we teach the ladies about what it looks like to set those boundaries. And it's so surprising when we're put in a situation like betrayal trauma, how little we know about boundary setting and just how important it is. And we teach them how it is not to punish or to control, but it's about protecting ourselves. And it is, it can be challenging and uh, it takes a lot of courage to set boundaries. So we learn about standing up for ourselves and uh, even when others disapprove, and that's difficult because there's so much misunderstanding and lack of uh, education and knowledge in, in general with others around our life, even our families, which can be quite painful and challenging. Mm-hmm. But we um, you know, support and encourage women that your priority is to take care of yourself. And it is, it is so necessary to set those boundaries so that you can heal. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about internal boundaries, um, such as choosing to get help, stopping negative self-talk, learning to have a voice in our relationships. So many women are just, you know, holding it all in and not speaking how they're feeling and, and expressing what they need. And boundaries are really about getting those needs met, you know, so that we can uh, move forward in our healing process. Um, Managing anger is another um, tool, connecting with safe people and creating space to grieve. Those are all um, boundaries, internal boundaries. Uh, We also explain the need for healthy boundary setting versus unhealthy boundary setting using a boundary chart. And it's a real visual that is quite helpful. So we go through that and explain each progression in each quadrant. So um, that's been uh, a real help for many. And as women discover what they need, uh, they're motivated to actually follow through and set those limits in their own life. And we um, understand that women are all unique and individuals and what my boundaries might look like their boundaries might not look like, but we provide examples from our own lives, what we have done just to give them a visual of what a boundary might look like. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's very, very helpful. And there's no judgment. You know, we, we really are careful to keep that boundary for ourselves as well. There's no judgment. You know, what, what you do in your life is for you, for your self care, as opposed to what another woman does. So that's mm-hmm. just such a safe, place that is provided as we talk about boundaries. And again, I want to say um, setting boundaries can be challenging and it requires courage, but to be, you know, in a support group and to have that support that you need for your individual uh, uh, situation is just so helpful. Uh, And we get better at this skill as we practice. We sure do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you, Sue. Uh, yeah, so Marie, can you give us a little glimpse of uh, week five in relating to your husbands? Yeah, so week five, we talk about relating to our husbands, which might seem a bit strange because it's our husbands that cause the harm. But in reality, when we gain an understanding of what is happening with our husband's brokenness, it becomes a beneficial step to our healing. Um, it gives the wife an insight 
into that it's not about her. It's kind of like the first four C's that Jean talked about. It's not something that she caused. It's not that she's not good enough um, or it's not about body image or anything like that. It's just something that's going on with inside her husband. So we talk about um, um, things that are going on within, within the husband that is causing his sexual brokenness and it's not about the, the wife. Uh, we also do an exercise called the good list chart. Um, this can be a hard exercise to do because we ask, we have different questions. Some of the questions are what's good about his personality? What's good about the way he relates to people? And those can be really difficult questions to answer when you're in a lot of pain. So this is an exercise we asked a woman, a wife to do, but nothing is forced. Nothing. We'd never make her do that if she feels uncomfortable doing that. But if she can, it is beneficial. Um, because somewhere underneath all that rubble is a man that she fell in love with. And um, so it just helps the wife to see her husband from a different angle. Mm. And then we also talk about the two big words, forgiveness and trust. And forgiveness and trust, they differ. Because forgiveness is something that you give to the person who has harmed you. But trust is something that they need to rebuild. Um, so we talk about what forgiveness is and what it is not. Forgiveness does not mean that what the other person has done to you is okay, but rather it's a releasing that you do for yourself so that you do not get held in that bondage of bitterness. Forgiveness is a process with no time limits and can take a good amount of time to process all the wounds and then to grieve them and then finally you come to a place of forgiveness. So it's a pretty packed filled week. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a big yeah. one. Lots of mm -hmm. resources for that one, I know. Yes. <laughs> Probably important to note that you're not going to have all of those things wrapped up in a neat bow in week five, right? I right. mean, like forgiveness no. and trust are a long, <laughs> long journey. Yeah. But it's good that you have to take a whole week to really just focus on that because those are critical. Mm -hmm. Those are critical for, for anybody's healing right. from betrayal. And just a, something that you mentioned, Marie, uh, that we do offer resources and exercises, mm -hmm. but we really, really leave it light-handed, open-handed for the women to decide what they're ready to do because healing is very unique for each one. And mm -hmm. there are, there, some of them are, you know, they've been in this journey for a while. Some of them are starting out. So we just let you decide uh, what, what is appropriate for where you're at. So it's a good point to make too. Thanks for that, Marie. Um, and then Andrea, uh, I know you love to talk about self-care. <laughs> it's a big one. And please just share a little bit about that. Last okay. Week. Yeah. yeah. Self-care is, yeah. Self-care is very important to me. Sorry to interrupt you, Gigi. Mm -hmm. Um, on our last week together in group, um, we discussed self-care and it tags along very closely to what Sue talked about with boundaries. Uh, but one of my favorite quotes from Gigi from my group experience is uh, something she said along the lines of when we're experiencing big emotions, we need to ramp up our self-care. It's just going to take more effort in these, in these days of healing. Uh, in our journey toward healing from betrayal trauma, the emotions are big. It's not selfish to think about taking care of ourselves. Um, it's likely that many of us has, have spent our former lives focused on taking care of the needs of others. That's been our primary focus uh, for most of us. And we're going to need to devote more time to ourselves, uncomfortable as it may seem. Our healing season is one where we need 
con to continually ask ourselves what we need. And that's one of my favorite questions is, Andrea, what do you need? Um, and then I figure out how to make that happen as long as it's within moral and, <laughs> and good, good guidelines, good boundaries. Um, again, for most of us, this is not something that we're accustomed to doing. One of my favorite recent stories, actually, <clears throat> is when uh, my daughter and I were, <clears throat> my adult daughter, excuse me, and I had been in a deep discussion. <laughs> she turned to me and she said, Mom, I'm just not used to you having boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> and and all the, while that made me sad for her because she, I wasn't meeting her needs, it was very revolutionary for me to realize I'm meeting my own needs. I'm taking care of myself. And that just meant so much to me to realize that. So in week six, we discussed self-care primarily as a form of stewardship, which I love that, um, that frame of self-care. And we dig into the ways that we can love ourselves well, mind, body, heart, and spirit. Um, simply put, we can't heal what we don't feel, right? So mm -hmm. this is a time when we focus on paying attention to ourselves. And that is okay. Uh, the second great commandment in Mark 12 states that we are to love our neighbor as ourself. This tells us that we must first love ourselves before we can love others. Um, and in essence, it's like uh, in an emergency situation on an airplane where we have to put our oxygen mask on first. Mm, so that's, that's good. Pretty oh, and then also on the, at the end of this week six, we celebrate, right? Gigi? Gigi yes, we're big on celebrating. celebrating. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, we bring out the, she encourages us to bring out the party hats and um, your favorite celebratory drink of choice. And, uh, <laughs> and we end our group time together, praising God for all he's done in our lives, for the relationships that we've made. Um, and even patting ourselves on the back a little bit for the work, the hard, holy work that we've done um, mm -hmm. and just giving thanks for the beautiful community that God has provided us. So, you know, we, you. we've been thankful for Gigi for many years because I've often thought, man, how cold and mechanical would Be Broken Ministries be if Gigi wasn't here? Because, I mean, I can get my head down and I'm doing work and she comes in and it's like, let's party, you know? So, uh, well, and a little Brazilian uh, spirit exactly. too. Exactly. You know? And a little known fact is I grew up four years of my childhood in Brazil. So connecting with Gigi yeah. on the Brazilian front has mm -hmm. been just has been such a gift to me. And so mm -hmm. I get her celebratory spirit. And, and well, I had some chuckle sometimes with the noise that comes from the, the other. Music. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And I, th I think it's so necessary because for, for a wife to go through these six weeks and do, as you guys have described in these weeks, some really hard work. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know that, that you've been mentioning the word safe a lot, of, a lot throughout this, but another word that I was thinking of is what you all are really doing is you're creating an atmosphere of trust. You're creating because because would you guys admit that some of what you do in this work of healing from sexual betrayal trauma does not feel safe? It's scary. Like you were talking about, sometimes it's scary to set boundaries if you've never done that before. It's scary to to know like how do I go through the process of forgiveness and and thinking about trust and. So sometimes it may not feel safe, but what you're doing is you're creating this atmosphere of trust where it's like, okay, but I can be with other women who get it. I can be with other women who, who have traveled this road and maybe able, are able to give me some insights that I, I, can, I can glean from them before necessarily having to get the same kind of bloody nose as maybe they've gotten on the journey. So I wanted to make a couple of observations, and then I would love for you guys as we are kind of running out of time here to then be able to think of just one statement that you would want to say to a wife who's listening right now, um, regardless of 
you know, the, the online care groups, just something that you would want to deliver to a wife from your heart and just, you know, what you would want to say. Um, but one of the other observations that I, I made was um, you, you all have demonstrated just by what you've said that also what you're trying to create and what is so necessary for a wife's, wife's healing is having this undergirding of grace this undergirding of your value is not based on what anybody has told you, what anybody's brokenness has been dumped into your life. Mm -hmm. Like you have this intrinsic worth because you are a daughter of God. And so I, I, I love the fact that each of you, your lives represent that, but also what you're bringing to the wives care groups is that same spirit. And I think that's so refreshing because I think you all would admit that was critical for your own healing is finally coming to a place where you realize, you know what, I'm, my, my worth is not on some yo-yo based on what anybody else has told me or what anybody else has done to me. Mm -hmm. And I can find a new sense of security and hope and life in that grace that, that I've been given. Um, but, but can we go around um, and, and let's just go in the order that we went before if we could. Mm -hmm. So Gene, would you like to share just something, an encouragement that you'd want to give to any wife that's out there? Yeah, sure. Um, I think first I would just say that in feeling so alone and isolated and feeling like no one understands that God sees you um, mm -hmm. and he understands betrayal because he was betrayed too. And, you know, um, just not, you don't have to do this journey alone. And I would just say, come join us. Um, we're here for you and we will see you. Mm -hmm. And Heidi, how about you? I just want to say to every woman out there that has felt minimized or diminished in their pain, I am so sorry. Um, on behalf of people, on behalf of the church, if that's you, I just, I want to extend that apology and say, we're here to listen, listen and connect and support. Mm. Mm. And you're getting me emotional here, Heidi. That's just really powerful. <laughs> Sue, how about you? What would you want to say to a wife out there? Yes, I would want to say the same words that were spoken to me early on in my healing journey. They were so powerful. And that is, you're not always going to be in this pain. Mm. And at the time, it was hard to imagine. But I want to say it's true. There's healing. There's love. There's support for you. And I, too, want to invite you to come and to receive the help that is here for you. It's available. And we welcome you to come and receive that love and support that um, we were also lavishly given through our journey. Mm -hmm. I admit, I know I'm going out of order, but Gigi, I'm going to give you the last word. So how about you, Marie? What would you want to say to a wife that's listening? I would say that you're not alone, that there's many that are hurting too. And um, yeah, I would invite you to come to a wives care group or to find someone to partner with to walk this journey together. But also that you are worthy of love and that there is hope for healing and there's hope to be joyful again and you will smile again. Mm. That's great. How about you, Andrea? Gosh, I don't know what to add. <laughs> Those are all things that I needed to hear and still well, well, need to hear. Why don't you make up a word? I think that would be Oh, helpful. make up a word? Yeah. Uh, you put me on the spot. I'm sorry. About, just, I'm just that's kidding. okay. That's okay. How about I just say... Um, step over the line, just step over the line. Uh, mm. Bravery is um, essential. Mm. Um, and it, 
and you may not think that you can be brave, but I guarantee you, if I can, you can. Um, mm. So join us, join us and don't do this alone. Mm. Uh, mm. Courage over fear. Sounds cliche, but it's so true. That's wonderful. And Gigi, what would you want to say to a wife out there? I would want to say something that I've said many times in the group. You, God has a future for you. You have places to go, people to see, and God-given purposes to accomplish. And that is why your healing is worth it, because you want to get there, right? And for that, we need to live in the present right now and heal. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just say to all of you ladies, you are a huge inspiration to me. In fact, as you guys were sharing, I'm like, I want to be in a wives care group. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just, I know, I know it's ladies only. I get, I get it. But I think, uh, I'm, I'm certain that even our men who are listening to this program are being inspired and recognizing it, it's causing them even to see where they need help in areas of dealing with how they've crossed boundaries, how they have, uh, how they violated and betrayed. And my hope is that it's also quickening the hearts of men to actually go get the help that they need as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the, the ladies that are out there, for the wives that are listening, um, let me strongly encourage you to go to our Wives Care page on our website. If you just go to wivescare.bebroken.com, and we're going to put this in the show notes, you can get all the information about all the resources, about the wives care groups, about the webinar. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's lots of resources there. Did you have something else you want I to say? I have one last thing to say that's very exciting because it's been uh, this ministry, this work has been growing as God provides. And this last year, we were happy to add the Facebook group. So after you go through the wives care groups, we do have um, a very healthy because Andrea keeps an eye on all the posts. They, we, they need to be positive. They need to be encouraging. Um, so she even erases posts that are not okay. So I appreciate that, right? For safety. Yes, yes for safety. But also when I just, to, because that sounds maybe a little bit too harsh for some, but if I do take a post down, I always connect with the, yes. the poster and make sure that there's that, that we're good. You know, mm -hmm. I, don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not yeah. heartless yeah. in that way, but yeah. I am very, very sensitive to the group as a whole. Very loving. And we yes. use the same guidelines in the group as we do in the Facebook group, as we have done in the six week group. That's so right. it's, it's a very smooth transition if, if everybody knows the guidelines. Yeah. And it's not a place for really husband bashing yeah. because our focus is in our healing. Right. So yes. that's one thing. And then we're doing also once a month, a one time, one hour uh, touch point meeting that we get to all get together and there's a devotional and a little break breakout room check-in. So uh, just a way to keep connected. It wouldn't be like your main source of support, but it is something. Something is always better than nothing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a point of connection to the community of all of us who've been through these groups. Yeah. So again, if you want more information about the Wives Care Ministry, just go to wivescare.bebroken.com. Ladies, Thank you so much for your lives, your stories, your investment in the lives of other women. We are so grateful that you've been part of the, the program today. So thank you for being with us. Thank you. And of course, yeah, yeah, listeners, we're always glad that you're with us. And we do look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. Take care. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online 
at puresexradio.com.